I started realizing how incredibly powerful our thoughts are, and especially the ones that we're not aware of. That's the key is like, wow, if I know I'm struggling in a certain area, I can put some effort into that and some energy into that. But what about those ones that I don't know about? That's where we start to really get into some powerful shifting. Welcome to Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate, a podcast for international investors and real estate entrepreneurs looking to break into the U.S. market. Welcome to Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate, a podcast for international investors and real estate entrepreneurs looking to break into the U.S. market. G'day, g'day, guys, and welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's guide to U.S. real estate. In Los Angeles, I'm Reed Goosens. Good as always to have you with us on the show. Now, as you already know, on this show, we interview industry leaders and entrepreneurs who are absolutely killing it when it comes to U.S. real estate. And the reason why is because I wanted to start a podcast that provided straightforward information, the sort of nuts and bolts, so to speak, on how international investors can start successfully investing in the U.S., I saw a massive need to provide quality content, and there's, is there a lot of misinformation out there, and I saw the need just to cut through all the weeds and get straight to understanding how to grow your long-term wealth by purchasing U.S. real estate. I want to thank all the listeners out there for tuning in. It means a lot to me that we are slowly building a great community of listeners who want to start successfully investing in the U.S. Enough out of me. Let's get into today's show. Today's show is a little bit different. We aren't discussing real estate investing per se, but we'll be talking about things related to mindset and understanding the three keys to turning your wishes into reality. Because let's face it, to be successful, you need the right mindset, and that includes real estate investing. I'm a huge fan of this topic, so the entrepreneur in the hot seat to answer all my questions is Lisa Reed. G'day, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Reed. I'm happy to be here. Just before we dive into it, I, I love your last name, albeit it, it's uh, slightly spelt differently to mine. <laughs> so, guys, that is kind of funny. Yeah, it's it's hilarious when we got introduced uh, to each other a couple of weeks ago. So, guys, Lisa is a presenter with Productive Learning, which is a p- boutique personal growth company founded back in 1992. She trains over a hundred groups a year as a guest speaker throughout Southern California. After spending 20 years of management and sales and leadership, and executive leadership, Lisa dedicated her life to assisting others invest in their personal development. So I know Lisa will provide us some cracking information when it comes to how to better obtain our goals through personal growth. Uh, I'm very excited to have you on the show, Lisa. I'm a huge fan of of mindset and personal growth. I, I believe these two aspects are the biggest obstacles we all face as entrepreneurs trying to strive towards success. You are, And I love what you sent to me in your email the other day. You can either have have the dreams you want or the excuses for why you don't have them, but you can't have both. <laughs> so it's a great stuff. I know. <laughs> but yeah, isn't that awesome? It's it's an incredible little quote that you sent me. But I wanted to sort of describe. I want you know you're here today to describe us the three keys to turn your wishes into reality and really to create an extraordinary life. But you know before we dive into the juicy stuff, I like to always start out by getting my guests to tell us something that um they but most people might not know about them unrelated to being a successful entrepreneur such as yourself? 
Well, one of the things that uh, people usually don't know about me is that I was a gymnastics coach when I was in college. So that's kind of a different thing. I, I really liked being upside down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> did you, uh, you did that back in, in college, did you say? Yeah, I was, um, I was a coach when I was in college. And when I was a little kid, I did, a, I, I was pretty active in gymnastics. So I would always be flipping around and doing back bends and walkovers and handsprings and flips and handstands. You could rarely, rarely catch me right side up. I just, <laughs> I always wanted to be upside down. And do you have any kids right now that are in gymnastics? I do. Yeah, actually, my daughter, she is 12 now, and she's been in gymnastics for a couple of years. So yep. I didn't, we tried a lot of different things. She did jujitsu and ballet and dance, um, but she she wanted to come back to gymnastics. So she's in that right now and loving it. Fantastic. And following following yeah, that's fun. in mom's footsteps. You know, that's great. <laughs> Yeah. A, f- a future so Olympian or not yet? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Jury's out. Okay. Jury's okay, out. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, Lisa, with that being said, can you give us a more in-depth look at your background um, and how you got started in the personal growth industry? Obviously, you didn't just stumble into this. So, what, what's your journey? Well, I actually, my journey really does start when I was younger. My, I grew up with my dad uh, being a hypnotherapist, and he would study neuro-linguistic programming and was always helping people. And so just normal conversations around our house were about communication and uh, helping people with their struggles and having a better life and the power of the mind. And I mean, I went through my dad's hypnosis course when I was a teenager. I learned self-hypnosis when I was a kid. So there was always the, the foundation of, wow, our mind is really powerful. Now, that being said, I didn't really know any different. I, I didn't, that was just kind of what I was raised with. So I didn't take it on as a profession until, until later. But, um, but the foundation was there. And I remember when I was 18 years old, I sat in my first college semester and one of the classes was interpersonal communication. And I didn't realize at the time, this was, you know, back in the 90s and early 90s. And when I was searching for colleges, I mean, there was no internet. I mean, you, you just kind of assumed you could major in business or communication maybe. But there, I didn't realize all the different choices, psychology and all the different things that you could do. And when I sat in that class, I thought, oh, my goodness, this is this is it. This is, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm good at. Like, finally, I'm, you know, here we are. And so I ended up getting my master's degree after that, uh, after I finished my bachelor's and I taught at my university, I taught there for two years. By the time I was 22, I was teaching there. So yeah, it, it was a really, really great opportunity. And it just cemented my love for the, for the work. And then I would take that in as I, you know, my career flourished and I got into management and entrepreneurship on my own business and different things. I always use those skills. It wasn't that they went away I and mean, they interpersonal skills, you're dealing with people, you know, then you need those skills. <laughs> it kind of doesn't matter what industry you're in. I ended up taking some workshops with productive learning, the company I work with now. And I was a client of theirs for about three years helping my sales staff. So I was leading a team of people who were making tons of phone calls, you know, 100 calls a day, 
getting rejected, having to keep that, you know, that mindset was so important. And of course, I was responsible for them hitting their goals. So my mindset was important too. Like, how can I help them achieve their goals so that, of course, I achieve my goals and the company achieves the goal, you know, trickles up. And uh, I started realizing how incredibly powerful our thoughts are, and especially the ones that we're not aware of. That's the, the key is like, wow, if I know I'm struggling in a certain area, I can put some effort into that and some energy into that. But what about those ones that I don't know about? That's where we start to really get into some powerful shifting. Right. right. And so then I started at Productive Learning. Fantastic. Well, that's a that's an incredible story um, to be brought up in a household that was all about understanding mindset from an early age. I, I you know I know you're the right person to have on this show for this episode talking about personal <laughs> growth. But Lisa, let's let's take a step back before, and and you know before let's get cracking into the nuts and bolts of today's show. And I always like to ask people to start at the beginning. So can you tell the mm-hmm. listeners what you mean when you talk about personal growth? Because you know not not many people mm-hmm. out there know a lot about that and and just give us sort of a bit of a background on what it is and how we all as entrepreneurs need to understand it to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well personal growth how I interpret it is learning how to increase your awareness, how to increase the responsibility that you take of who you are and the actions that you take. And I think a lot of people want a really quick fix, like, okay, can I just be more aware and I'm going to, you know, read this quote and all of a sudden I'm going to be a great person all the time and positive all the time. It's, it's really how I look at it is it's a journey of your life. It's a, it's, we always are coming across different obstacles or challenges, especially as our goals increase, you know, we we're, that enthusiasm of being a human being is unique to, to us as humans. And we're always trying to strive for something different. And anytime we, we go for something different, we're going to come upon resistance because our unconscious mind wants everything to stay the same. So it's, it's a matter of understanding personal growth is understanding yourself enough to know where would you get hung up? Like, where would you get triggered? How can you, what's your best tools to overcome that? How can you stay the course with your, your goals in mind? And, and that, to me, is a, is a big piece missing in our cultural education, let's say. It's, it's optional, it's, but yet so powerful. I'm like, wow, we should all be doing this. <laughs> we, can get, we can get what we want so much easier. <laughs> Great. Well, it's, you know, I know a lot of us, you know, I know myself, a lot of entrepreneurs that I uh, speak with, my girlfriend's an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, I I network with a lot of entrepreneurs, and we do struggle from time to time, you you have your ups and downs with mindset, Um, you know, whether it be, you know, taking the plunge to leave your day job and get into a real estate investing tool full time or establishing the next steps to reach your next goal in your career. So can you tell us what are some of the things you typically see that we do maybe subconsciously that keeps us from achieving our goals and successes? Yeah, that's actually a unique question or unique answer for every single individual. But I would say uh, fear, of course, we are afraid of change. I mean, we like change as long as it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Or or as long as we can predict it, right? (laughs) 
yeah, as long as we have a guarantee. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. I'm like, I'll do it as long as I know for sure, 100%, it's going to work, you know? <laughs> and um, in real estate investing, wow, you have to be really, uh, really courageous and be able to have a certain amount of faith, you know, in yourself and your knowledge and your skills in the market and, and all those things to, to take that leap. And everyone has a different threshold for that, you know, you know, start small, start big, you know, they'll have different, different pieces in mind. But I think um, a lot of it has to do with, we don't, we don't think that it does, but a lot of it has to do with the messages we received growing up, whether it was from our parents or school or religion or culture on the playground, you know, the successes and, and challenges we had and how we dealt with them as kids is typically how we walk into our daily life and our adult life. And we don't think that it's something connected, but, but it is. And so that, that understanding is pretty important. Yeah. I think you, you hit the nail on the head when you talk about fear and taking the plunge and, and backing yourself and understanding that you have the skill set to, so to speak, take that next step. Uh, I, I know a lot of people that I talk with do talk about their, I'm too afraid that I don't know enough about a particular topic to take that next step. And it really comes down to uh, one, educating yourself on whatever that topic might be, but two, then to back yourself. And I think that's a really big, as an entrepreneur, giving yourself enough credit to say, I can do this. I, I, I've done I've done the hard yards. I've, I've educated myself. I know what the risks are. I've, I've assessed the risks. And I think I can mitigate those risks, you know, through X, Y, Z. And, you know, that's how I personally look at it and and I know that you know my goal list when I first started in you know entrepreneurship you know was a to-do list uh, sorry it was a goal list and now it's come a to-do list and now my goals have become even bigger and and I think that's a good sign of success but that's easier said than done it doesn't just happen so so Lisa can you talk to us a little bit about how we can all discover our personal our own personal key so to speak uh, to transforming your goals list or your wish list into an easy to accomplish list that's what we're going to talk about today too. Like the three keys to turning your wishes into reality. A lot of times we think, yeah, it's like, Oh yeah, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. And one of the myths is like our wish list is unconsciously like this. Never going to happen list. <laughs> you ever had that where you're like, I wish I had a million dollars. Someone might say, but it's kind of like, or I wish I'd win the lottery. So many people will say, Oh, I wish I, you know, but it's not really taken like seriously. Like it's just a maybe someday that would be really cool if I was lucky enough to have that. So part of it, you know, in creating that easy to accomplish list, it's like, well, yeah, take it in bite sized pieces. I mean, could someone become a millionaire? Of course. I mean, there's probably millionaires listening to our show right now. You know, real estate investment, people make a lot of money. And, but, you know, if maybe you're not there yet, but that's something that you'd like to have you can turn it into more bite-sized pieces. And that's where if we're going easy to accomplish, one of the biggest parts is believing that your wish can come true, believing that you can have that thing on the list. And again, easier said than done, um, because just saying it over and over isn't necessarily going to make you believe it. Like if you are down in dire straits and you have a dream to be a real estate investor, but you can't see like you had said, you don't have the resources set up, you need some education, you, you know, you need some pieces to go ahead. You may just want to start with like, okay, what, what do I believe? Okay, I believe I can take a course in real estate investment. 
I believe I can listen to a podcast on real estate investing. I believe I can, you know, like start. So you have to kind of get real with yourself of like, where are you at right now? Like, what do you believe could happen right now? And I would say that would be the probably the quickest and easiest way to like really start to see some results. Give yourself something that you actually believe can happen. And um, even if it's like a, uh, I'll use another example of like weight loss. Uh, so many people, you know, oh, I want to lose, you know, X amount of 20 pounds, 10 pounds, whatever. And if they don't believe that they can lose their goal weight, it's like, okay, what do you believe you could do? Say they hate dieting or hate working out or something. It's like, well, if you give yourself a goal of, I'm going to work out every single day for an hour, but so far they don't work out at all, that's going to be a stretch. <laughs> so I believe that, you know, I could work out more often than I do. Or, you know, we, we just give ourselves some believable pieces it would be one of the, the ways to shorten your gap, close that gap. All that being said, of course, I'm actually going to say the three keys right off the bat so that everybody really knows what, what we're talking about, because this isn't rocket science. So your first key is vision, just like you had your success and you, when you're listening in on the call, people listening on the call, what is your vision in terms of real estate investing? Where do you want to go? How many properties do you want to have? What do you see? How do you see yourself in, in that vision? Um, what's around you? What are you wearing? What are you saying? What are you feeling? What are you hearing? What are you saying to people? And, you know, so you want to get super clear on that vision and give your, color it as much as you can. And we, we all have different ways in which we learn and, and how we visualize. Um, some people are more auditory. Some people think in words, pictures, feelings, and we all have different ways in which we, we can imagine. But the more clear your vision is and um, colorful and rich, the, the stronger it's going to be. So even though I just said, you know, having just your wish list may be a pipe dream, you still have to have a vision. <laughs> you have to know where you're going, right? Right. You have to know where you're going. Right. And then your second key would be to develop some awareness of yourself. And this is where we really get into that deep self-development stuff. Awareness meaning what pulls you off track. You've got your vision. You're like, oh, I'm going to invest in you know, 10 properties and I want to have it work out this way, this way, this way. But your awareness of what pulls you off of your goal, like where do you get distracted? Where would you get scared? Like we talked about fear. What, what might stop you in your tracks? What would get you stuck? And I, I really agree with what you said earlier. Sometimes people get stuck because they feel they don't know enough yet. Like they're like, well, I just now I need to know about this. And now I need to know about that. And now I need to take this class. And now I need to take that class. And, you know, it's like, well, at one point, you actually have to do something. Yeah, <laughs> you have to do something. But knowing like that about yourself, like, well, you know, I tend to get stuck. Analysis, paralysis, you know, um, that type of thing. 
fear is not a bad thing. Fear can save our lives. You know, if we didn't have fear, we just get hit by buses when we walked off the sidewalk. You know, we, we don't want to do that. So we don't want to ignore it, but we don't want to be fooled by it either. Like, want to, you know, okay, hmm. So that, like you said, setting up your resources, setting up your, you know, so you feel secure in what you're doing. That there's that's smart. I mean, would I recommend just if no one, someone wanted to get in real estate investing, had no idea what they were doing, and had no capital or plan, I would not say they'd be setting themselves up for success. So, you know, you still want to. The fear is there sometimes for good for good reason. Um, but you know, don't let it stop you. So the first step vision, first key is vision. Second key, awareness. What pulls you off track? The third key is understanding, and this this goes back to what we were talking about before with the history. What do you know about, I mean, if we're talking about investing, we're talking about money. Most people have beliefs about money, but we don't all have the same belief about money. <laughs> so it's like, what beliefs do you have about money, success? Failure, investing, relationships, integrity. Um, what? Where have you done well in the past? Where have you gotten off track? Where did you learn these rules that you're following? Um, you know, a lot of it, a, a great place to start is looking at our parents. How did they invest their money? How did they talk about money? What was money thought about in terms of your home life? what you saw around you and that's going to give you a lot of information right would you agree i I could completely agree and and you know the number one underlying theme of this entire podcast is developing or continuing to develop your financial iq uh and that is you know you're right you hit the nail on the head where we're, we're conditioned to believe you know that we work hard and save money and buy a house and whatever um, but we're not conditioned to believe that you know you can develop passive income from buying investment properties, and that passive income could eventually one day replace your 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 actual income from your day job, and you could quit your day job. You know that you know that's 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 one way of learning about real estate investing, and that's and if you're not under if you're not aware of that, and you're not educated on that, you're not you're you're ignorant, and and that is. Ignorance is sort of the bane of all existence, because you know my personal opinion, <laughs> because. I don't know things. I don't know about. I don't know things, and I need to educate myself on those things. And and I will go out and actively try and learn, whether it be anything, whether it be how to, you know, I, right now I've got some mental blocks myself about how to get my business to the next level. And you know, we all have to acknowledge those things and then go out and educate them. So I think you, and I think I also want to just briefly touch on what you said before, which is really key, is having these goals and as you said maybe it's 10 properties that you buy maybe it's five properties you buy but then setting up the smaller steps or the smaller goals to achieving that five properties and this it might be as simple as i'm going to attend five networking events a month or or three networking events a month and i'm going to read one real estate investing book a month and that already is putting yourself on towards track towards success, listening to podcasts and educating yourself like this podcast. And I think another big thing that I see a lot of people not doing enough of is looking back, and I'm guilty of this, is looking back and seeing the road that you've come from. 
we're always constantly looking ahead and thinking, oh, you know, oh, that person over there just closed on another 10 properties. Why aren't I closing on another 10 properties? Well, hang on. I've closed on, you know, maybe you've closed on three. Pat yourself on the back and look back and see the journey you've come, you've come from. And, and, or it might be as simple as I've identified that I need to change my life in a certain particular way and create passive income. That's, that's a, a big awakening moment just there <laughs> and, and putting yourself on towards track towards success and, and educating yourself is really, really key. But I, but I love what you said about the whole, um, just want to recap on those three steps again. It was, um, what was number one again? It was vision. The vision and, and, and visualizing and the where, one, where yeah. you want to go to. Yep. And the second one is awareness, like what pulls you off track. I think that one can be tricky because especially right now, it's very trendy to be in the now and present and aware. And I mean, we have 30 thoughts a second. <laughs> how, how are we going to, I mean, I don't know about you, but I know, especially now with our smartphones, we have more distractions than ever. And people are actually missing green lights. Like since the smartphone has come into our daily existence, People are checking in on Facebook at the red light, and they're missing the green light on the traffic. And that never happened before smartphones. We're missing green lights. No one was doing that. Yeah, being aware of ourselves and really strengthening that muscle is huge. And then the third one is the understanding of and how that relates to our history. Right. And I think that the, the, the last topic there as well, that you didn't touch on, is is understanding what you get distracted and, and why you get distracted. So do you want to talk a little bit more about some of the distractions that are common for entrepreneurs? I'm coming from the, the, the point of real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Obviously, you, you see a lot of people from all all walks of life. Um, but but say, you know, I'm a, I'm a real estate entrepreneur. I want to get started. What are the what are the some of the just examples of distractions? I'm I'm guilty of it. You're probably guilty of it, Lisa. That yeah. we all, yeah. as you're saying, miss the green light. Yes, I think one of the ways that you could see it, like today or tomorrow, like you, if I was going to say, here's one, check yourself. You know, are you doing this? I call it um, alphabetizing your paper clips, where you are, you're like, I'm going to get my office set up, and I'm going to. You know, and you, you notice that you're spending the majority of your entrepreneurial time doing non-income producing activities, like making sure, you know, your office is clean and tidy and everything is in its place and you got to run to staples to get, and I'm not saying we don't need office supplies. I, obviously we do. But when we get so inundated with making the system so perfect and that keeps us from actually maybe prospecting or like you said, could be what, what's my next step to actually to get to the transaction? How am I getting closer to the transaction? So we can see how we avoid one thing. I'll notice a procrastination technique can probably all relate to if you're working at home is, you know, are you thinking you need to clean the house before you prospect or thinking you need to do how like run a couple household errands, before you actually do a business generating activity. Those are, those are clues right there. And then that you can watch yourself, you know, we've all done that. I'll notice like, Ooh, I'd rather, I, I wonder, this was about 10 years ago. I was like, I realized I'd rather clean the bathroom floor than make these calls. <laughs> like, okay. Something's wrong here. Cause I hate cleaning the bathroom floor. Right. It's funny. 
And, um, wh- and why do people do? Is just, is just pure procrastination, and and it's back to fear. Is that what you're seeing? The the root cause of that? Yeah. 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 If we if we go to our conscious and our unconscious, like one of the things I teach a lot is about our conscious and unconscious thinking, right? And we think, okay, we have this conscious goal, like I'm gonna, you know, make my first real estate transaction. Let's keep it with real estate. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. I'm gonna invest in a real estate property, investment property. That's my conscious goal. And if I don't know enough about my unconscious goals that could impede that conscious goal, I could. We end up tricking ourselves, thinking, "Well, I'll just, I'll make myself do it. I'm gonna be really disciplined. I'm gonna use my willpower, and I'm just gonna go for it." Same kind of with the dieting. If you go back, like, I'm not gonna eat any sugar ever, and I'm gonna just eat carrots and just for 30 days, you know, and make a new habit, right? So when now on the flip side, when our unconscious thinking, our unconscious mindset, however you want to phrase it, our unconscious thoughts are in alignment with that conscious goal, all of a sudden it's super easy. It's super easy. And yeah, like when, when we talk about like a, someone creates a vision board, you know, you create your vision board and I have, I have a vision board. I love vision boards. I think they're great. What we don't want to get in the pitfall of thinking that just because it's on the vision board, it's going to happen. No, the things that happen that come true on our vision boards are the things that our unconscious mind believes can happen. So the idea is getting your unconscious, knowing enough about your unconscious thinking and habits to keep them in alignment with your conscious goal. So if you're, if your goal is, you know, go back to the goal being, I want to make my first real estate property. I want to have my first real estate investment property. And that's your conscious goal. But underneath the surface, you're thinking, there's no way I could ever do that. I'm terrified. I don't know where to start. I don't have anyone I can trust. I don't, I don't think I'm good enough to do this. I don't know what I do. Like if all that's kind of running underneath the surface and you're not aware of it, how much success are you going to have? So you have to excavate, find out what's underneath the surface. And so that you can get your unconscious thinking totally in alignment with that conscious goal. Because as you know, it's totally possible. Can you have a, can you make a career and tons of money in real estate investing? Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and it, and, and it goes back to that easier said than done. And, and I think, it just just listening to you describe that there, Lisa. That's it. Sort of goes probably to the to the root cause of how you help people and how uh, productive learning as a company helps personal growth. Because you know we could spend the next two hours talking about subconscious things that that inhibit us from taking those next steps. And I really would love to learn more about that. But the, the, so I guess the, the key takeaway is that you have to identify that. There could be subconscious things, as you said, lying underneath the surface. I want to get this real estate deal done, but oh, but you know, and, and maybe you're not aware of the, because they're subconscious that in the back of your mind that it's like, oh, you're not actually going to get it done because you're too scared or you're too, what I don't have, you know, the excuses that keep coming up. So, what are just, you know, just some basic, basic, you know, we're only just scratching the surface here. I think this is an incredible topic. What are some of the, you know, steps that people could do right now listening to this show? you know, after they turn this podcast off, they could go out and just start identifying some of the subconscious issues that they could be facing with, with regards to achieving success. Well, um, one thing I would start with, yeah, it's kind of a, it's, it's just such an interesting question. 
And that is the million dollar question. <laughs> yeah, How do right. I become aware of what I'm not aware of by yep. myself? Yep. Um, you, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Gosh, I wish you could because I wish I could do that. There is a there is a piece. Certainly, this is what we believe at Productive Learning and what we've experienced over thousands of clients and and helping them is the answers are the good news is the answers are within you because you you made it up like it's your your unconscious mind your subconscious thinking all that is within you but the interaction of somebody helping you identify what those are is is critical the self diagnosis cuz is only going to get you so far because you you may be able to get clarity on some of the things you're already aware of Finding out the things you're not aware of of yourself takes that other interaction with, with another, you know, whether I think we have people on the podcast all over the, the world. So look into a local place. If you're in Southern California, please you know, check out ProductiveLearning.com. And we have San Francisco and, and Orange County locations. But find a place or a person or a, a workshop, a therapist, a somebody, a coach to help you uncover the things you can't see about yourself. So that's like the quickest way. But um, in terms of like, what can I do right after I'm done listening to this podcast? Find out, I have some questions that people can fill out, like answer, fill in the blank basically. And again, we're going to start with vision. We're going to start with vision. Most times people have a dream or a vision, but they don't write it down or they don't talk about it. It's maybe in their head kind of quietly, but being decisive. And you've probably seen this too, Reed, where when someone decides, that's really powerful. I decided I am going to become a real estate investor. It's happening. Like that's a really powerful stance. So first decide, what are you going to do? What, <laughs> what do you really want? <laughs> And, and state it like, you know, even if you say it out loud to a room of nobody, that's fine. You know, just decide. So a couple of sentences, I'll give you some sentence starters for people out there listening. My goal is blank, 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 you know, fill in the blank. I've always dreamed of dot, dot, dot. My vision for my life is dot, dot, dot. You know, I have a dream you know, so how, what are, I'm giving a few different ways to get the ball rolling so people can, oh, what this, yeah, I've always dreamed I would quit my job and become a real estate investor and create passive income. I've, I've always had that dream. What? Okay, great. Cool. We got a good, we got a good start. So that'd be the first step. Interesting. And I, I, I completely agree with, with all those topics. And it just, it's, it's, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself just how, big of a topic this is and you know we only have 45 minutes to get through everything but it's it's such an incredible interesting and as i said at the beginning of the show we all struggle with mindset whatever you're into whether it be real estate investing whether it be entrepreneurship whether it just be life <laughs> and and the things that stop you from get achieving the next step in life or in goals or in success and it's very very important that you know you can start with writing your goals and achieve and stuff down but it's also probably identifying that you can't do it all by yourself and it's okay to go out and reach out to someone like uh, ProductiveLearning.com or, or someone in your local area to talk about, have a mentor. I have a, men I have a mentor. Uh, I have a life coach um, and it's not, you know, there's been a stigma about, you know, 
mental health and all that sort of stuff. Oh, it's you know only only the athletes and, and and high net worth individuals can have life coaches and mentors. Well, that's not the case. Everyone can is entitled to have it and should have one because it's just only going to help you, as you're saying, assess where your short shortfalls are and and how to identify them. So, great great stuff. This has been an incredible episode. Um, Lisa, I wanted to ask you just a quick, uh, a few quick questions before we, we we jump off the line. Just a sort of short fire round of uh, your, your top five investing tips for personal growth. What's the most successful habit you personally like to do um, in your everyday life to keep on track towards your goals? It goes back to what I had said earlier: is being deciding. Decide what you want to do and state it. And that is so powerful. Once you say, you know what, this is what I'm doing. All of a sudden, it'll start coming. It'll start coming to you. You know, I just had it happen to me last night. It was really cool. I am writing out currently, I'm about halfway done, 101 goals that I want to achieve but before, you know, within my lifetime. And I'm at about 55. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of, <laughs> it's it, you start getting past 20, you're like, hmm, oh, so <laughs> um, So I'm at like 55, and one of my goals was to stay at La Costa Resort in, in Carlsbad, which is like the Deepak Chopra Center. I'm like, I, I always forget that it's there. It's not that I can't stay there. I just, it doesn't occur to me. And I'm like, you know, I want to go there one day. So I wrote this, this is in the last week I've done this. So I wrote that down last night. I was at, I was speaking for a hospitality group and of financial and IT professionals. And one of the gentlemen in front row, he, he helped me with some stuff. And so afterwards I said, you know, thank you for your help. And he said, Oh, I, I work with Omni Resorts. And I said, Oh, I've always wanted to stay at La Costa. And he's like, Oh, well, let me just email me the date you want to be there. I'll hook it up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So sometimes it's literally just as simple as saying what you want. Right. <laughs> very, very powerful. Right, right. Um, that's that's incredible. I, I love that. Um, yeah, a question. Sorry, back to we, – we, that's, that's, that's awesome. I was just going to say that sometimes I have thought of something in my mind and years later it might not have happened exactly like that, but it's come out it's kind of similar, which is pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> you know, it's funny how you look yeah. back and you're like, wait, I thought about this like five years ago and this kind of scarily happened – nearly to the T, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Well done. And enjoy your trip to, uh, to Carlsbad. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to have a great time. Uh, Lisa, what's the most influential tool you use in your business and why? Influential tool. I think for me, and I, I'm going to put this out there to the group too, I speak about what I do. And anybody else can do that too. Like if that, if, if speaking is a, a passion of yours, like a lot of times I actually run a OC speakers network and people who have a passion to speak, they have a message to share. You could, any, anybody on this call, if, you, if that's you, you're like, oh, I, yeah, I love speaking. I've always wanted to do that. Learn about real estate investing and educate other people that you could do that. Anybody can do that. That's incredible. You know, I think that's that's very very important, and it goes back to it, with real estate investing. And I tell a lot of my the people that I meet who who get started in real estate investing, it's like you need to tell everyone what you're doing. You know, you're getting into real estate, and that just simple 
conversations and, and talking and practicing and you know, being verbal with what your goal is of being a real estate investor really goes back to what you're saying about those subconscious demons <laughs> that keep us from achieving our goals. So uh, mm-hmm. I, like, I like that a lot. Who's the most influential person in your career to date? Probably my dad, just especially because he was around for my whole life, obviously, and, and um, just taught me so much about the power of the mind and kindness and strength and wisdom, integrity, and having fun. Just because you're talking about something deep or you're teaching or speaking or anything, people learn when they're having fun and they remember more. And even if you're talking about something serious that doesn't need to be heavy and depressing or, you know, not fun, it can still be, you know, my dad always has this really cool, genuine lightness about him. And I, I think I've taken some of that on because I, you know, I'm in my 40s now and people still call me kiddo. A, a lot of, I get that all the time. I'm like, why do people call me kiddo? And I think it's because, I don't, I don't take offense to it, but I think it's because of that lightness. That's fantastic. Great. That's awesome that your dad is, is so influential in, in your life and has put you on such an incredible path towards you know, where you are and what you're achieving. So, so well done and big pat on the back to you and, and your dad, I guess. Lisa, last question is, where can people reach you to continue the conversation? My number is 949-632-4988. That's the US phone number. And my email is, my name is spelled a little different. It's Lisa with the E I S A. So L E I S A at productivelearning.com. And of course, you can always just go to productivelearning.com, check us out. We have over 40 workshops. We take people all over the world. I, I don't know if we've been to Australia, but we've, we've been to Indonesia and take a lot of great scuba diving trips. I usually once a year we do an international trip. So we do some pretty cool stuff. That's awesome. And for everyone listening out there, you can jump on my website. I'll have all the links to Lisa's page on my website in the show notes and a summary of our conversation. Well, Lisa, you have provided just some incredible information and you know actionable steps that we you know all can go out and start achieving. And, and although we didn't specifically talk about how you help international investors break into the U.S. market, the theories and the challenges you spoke about, you know, we can all relate to uh, being an entrepreneur and trying to reach success. So, thanks for dropping by and chatting with us. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch up soon. Well, there you have it, some incredible information from Lisa about mindset and how we can turn our dreams into reality. As I mentioned, as investors and entrepreneurs, we all need to work on personal growth and mindset. If you are an entrepreneur and you're looking for the next steps in your career, shoot Lisa an email. I'm sure she's only too happy to continue the conversation about personal growth. Now, make sure you check out all the show notes for a summary of today's conversation with Lisa and any links we mentioned on today's show. A summary of my conversation will always go up on my website at rsmpropertygroup.com. Just remember to click on the podcast tab. Thanks again for taking some time out of your day to tune in and continue to grow your real estate investing knowledge as that's what we're all about here on the show, continuing to grow your financial IQ. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter by searching RSM Property Group or Reed Goosens. And remember, if you do like this show, the best way to give back is by jumping on iTunes and subscribing and giving the show a five-star review. It's quick, it's easy, and it helps us grow the show's reach across the globe and help international investors start successfully investing in the US. We're going to do this all again next week. So take care, be safe, and remember, happy investing.